Hello and welcome to the Paranormal Taurus. My name is Tom Jordan. I'm your host to my right. Thankfully, last time it was left and it absolutely upset the balance of all things. That was an unbroadcastable show, Tom, because it was, it was just so bad. <laughs> I just didn't know what to do with myself. Didn't know how to handle it. To the right, as she should be. <laughs> I can't say as always now, but you know, I'll get over it one day. As she should be, is Danny Magellan. Say hello, Danny. <laughs> hello, Danny. I don't really know what to take from the fact that I have to be on your right. Once again, it says a lot about me. Yeah. Really not very much about anything else. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Am I supposed to be there? It's your racist my right. views. And your <laughs> <laughs> you're my... Uh, disclaimer, she is not a racist. Um, <laughs> just for views. I am, ex- <laughs> just, just views. I am um, generally extremely left. You're my right hand. I don't like change. Okay. It is. And across the banqueting hall table or across the lengthy garden table a long way outside in this era of very important social distancing which I shall make no jokes about is as ever the one and only paranormal expert Ross Andrews Guten Tag I think he's all the is in Berlin today. All the way there. It was German, right? Is that part? It was German. I got it. I got it. And here we are. We are outside in Berlin. sunny Berlin. <laughs> so you might hear the odd seagull. He's very odd. Makes a very strange noise. I've made oh, that joke you already, made that joke last time. I'm still a fan. Uh, okay. might not the seagull like has followed us. He might sound <laughs> like to to he might sound like a goat today. That's how odd he is. So I thought today <laughs> I would talk to you very briefly and then allow paranormal expert Ross Andrews to expand on it, about some castle ghosts. I feel like Danny's just been banned from this yeah, episode. Yeah, wow. Am, am I being lifted <laughs> out of the episode? Hopefully you'll comment on them as well, but I feel like... I mean, let's be honest here. We bring, we bring tenuous, to the table. tenuous excuses little. for research, and then, Come on. And then Ross... Danny bought Jaffa Cakes to the table. She yeah, had bought true. Jaffa Cakes Non-brand Jaffa Cakes. Non-brand No expense Jaffa cakes. I'm going to talk to you about three... Castle ghost, but in brief, this week I've decided that I would source my information from three different books, three different books, and then I decided, do you know what? Actually, that sounds very complicated, and I only own one book, so instead, I've I've decided to go with the phenomenal. Tell us what the book is, Tom. Amazing Speaks of Mysteries by Peter Eldon. But I'm I'm going to give you a brief summary. Of these, uh, of these tales. The first one, which I found quite interesting, from uh, Powys Castle in Wales. Mm-hmm. I thought this one was quite interesting because he... So he's reported as having been a man in a gold-laced hat. So first of all... Oh. That's pretty funky. That is I'm snazzy. Digging that. I'm digging those garms. If this is the story I think it is, it gets better. But he's also supposedly in a gold-laced suit as well. Ooh. If it's the story... Unless there's two gold-laced ghosts of Powys... <laughs> I'm I mean, looking forward to finding out. It, it doesn't. It doesn't comment on the rest of his attire, but I There's feel a, like a sequined poltergeist. Or yeah. I feel like it's like the Liberace of uh, <laughs> of Powys Castle. But what I thought was quite interesting. See, it, he apparently tried to communicate with various people in the castle. But on one occasion, he actually appeared before a woman while she was spinning. One assumes in the <laughs> traditional wool creating art of spinning, not that she was not just, just spinning, spinning right. around. But I, I don't know. Uh, and he managed to get her to follow him. He apparently led her to a neighbouring room. He was obviously very articulate, more, far more so than me. He managed to get her to lift up some floorboards, and underneath she found a heavy locked box. She also found a key hidden in a crevice in the wall. It's quite a complicated wow. uh, communication from the ghost. The ghost then informed her 
that she's run out of time and they had to get rid of a crystal to get her out of the room. That, that was, there, was a, <laughs> like there was an automatic lock-in. <laughs> yeah. And that she should send the box and the key to the Earl of Powys, who apparently at the time was in London, which she did. Mm-hmm. And then she received a reward from the Earl of Powys. There's no information as to what was in the box and the ghost was never seen again or possibly ever. But that's just me as a sceptic. The story is that, that he led her to this box. No, and I, she I, got I know uh, that story. It's quite a famous one. And what is annoying, I've never managed to find out what was in the box. I, I've looked up that story before. And at no point have I managed to find out what was actually in the box. And if you know what was in the box, you can let us Competition know. Competition Give us a call! Where can you let us know, Danny McGillan? Well, you can um, tweet us at Paratourist. You can tweet us at Paratourist. Or is it tourists? Oh my goodness! <laughs> this is this is a travesty. Tech I know. Expert Danny Magella. It's tourists, and there is a para. There I, can, is... I can hear someone's texting now. The phone is bleeping. So it's at para tourists plural because there is actually a singular one but that's not us although they are as it goes a horror addict and anything that goes bump in the night so maybe we'll try it and they're from rochester new york does, does so maybe we'll mean, try and meet up with them at some point does this mean there's somebody in new york who's getting really annoyed with hundreds of tweets <laughs> and we're going where are all our tweets going <laughs> i mean i hope so i want to stay optimistic and hope they're getting a hunt getting hundreds, hundreds of, of days but there's also you can look up paranormal tourist on facebook and find our facebook page and you can contact us there as well. Thanks very much. You're welcome. There's also loads of books on Amazon. Find them as well. Okay, <laughs> so that's the Ghost of Powys Castle. Oh, there's more than one, but I will come back to that one. I'll leave that for Paranormal yeah. Tour. Uh, Paranormal... Oh, always You've done it. It's because it's, it's such happened. a catchy title. I've even got it written down on my page. Paranormal Expert. Otherwise, you've got to go to Rochester in New York or whatever to find the And I've got a couple of other brief ones here. So one which I'll just give a, a brief mention to is the ghost of King Charles I. It says here of England, which I assumed, but it's probably because we're in England. He was beheaded in 1694, and he's apparently often been seen standing by a table in the library at Windsor Castle. Yeah, I mean, oh. he's been seen standing in many castles, and I'm trying to remember one. There's Gets oh, about what's, a it bit. Called? what's it called? What's it called? The hi- female historian from Most Haunted. She used to be an historian in a castle, and that castle, and I don't know what it's called. And it'll come to me at some point. It'll come to me literally as we press stop on the recording. But yeah, yeah, he's seen in quite a few places. He's also seen standing yet again at a mantelpiece. I think in uh, is it Carisbrook Castle? Uh, Isle, of, Isle of Wight is that Bonus Carisbrook? castles Yeah So yeah He's been seen in quite a few places But What you have to remember Is style wise Certainly back then People just copied The king Yes uh, Whatever they could So if you say oh, I saw King Charles His ghost You think Or did you Or did you think Particularly if you saw it Now You go well, That looks like King Charles But then If every earl Duke etc Wanted to look like King Charles Perhaps you've seen that and you're thinking, ah. um, well, that looked like King Charles, that looked like King Charles, that looked like... Just <laughs> keeps saying, all lookalikes. Yeah, for all we know, no ghost of King Charles has ever been seen, but lots of people who wanted to look like him have been seen. Maybe even a Spaniel that looks like King Charles. <laughs> so it's oh, the ghost of a Spaniel. Oh dear. Ghost of a Spaniel. Going back to the um, traumatic experience type stuff, if you looked like King Charles, you were very likely to have been a royalist. 
who lot who were the losers and suddenly you're going oh hang on panic and it could be quite a few traumatic years around that sort of period at which point you think yeah that goes with the, the theory of you giving off a lot of fear or something like that in this room that you're often in and you're next to your fireplace keeping warm so your ghost is recorded there because that's the most traumatic time you've had of your life not you as a ghost as a baby or anything like that it's mm. those years where you were constantly scared that your door was about to get kicked down by roundheads it's why a widespread generation of ghosts of king charles enthusiasts and tribute acts yeah it, it very much died off after the beheading i think <laughs> the tribute act scene <laughs> okay that's fair enough I'd yeah. say. a lot less popular I, for some reason in my head i'm imagining the ghost with a look as if to say i can't find my keys i don't know why just gives the impression he's just so hanging King around. King Charles is patting his pocket. He's just so hanging around by the table, kind of, oh, I can't, oh, I can't think. Where did I leave my keys? So, and then the last one, which I've kept for the end, because All right. it's a little bit amusing. So where, that was, that was Windsor. That was Windsor Castle okay. in so Berkshire. So we've Oh. Windsor. Wales, I can see the brain ticking away now. And this is going to take yeah. us all the way over to up to Sunderland, to Hilton Castle. H-Y, not like the hotels. Uh, this ghost is of particular note. He's known as the Cold Lad, although spelt C-A-U-L-D, which cold I'm guessing is, is pronounced cold. But the, but the implication is cold because he's assumed to be the ghost of a stable lad who was killed in the castle... But he's uh, he's in the nip. He he appears oh, wandering around in, in his I birthday can give you his suit. Name. Has the book got the name? I know the name of that one. Do you? It doesn't. Yeah. It's just got the place. And that then would be this Robert Skelton. Robert Skelton. Which I remember because it sounds like lad. Skelton. Ah. Yeah. But there's controversy over. I'll let you finish the story. Actually, that's it. That's all. There's, there's not a lot of information here. That's that's all we. Well, got. there is a controversy of whether he is the cold lad or there is a different cold lad. Robert Skelton was the worker at the castle, and Robert Hilton had a daughter, and the daughter kind of fell in love with the stable boy kind of classic Mills and Boone classic. type thing yep. but where it differs from Mills and Boone is he was then murdered by the Baron He was, and there's several different stories he was either decapitated or he was stabbed with a pitchfork or he was hit across the back of the head with a riding crop but where he was hit he'd already been injured and that exacerbated an injury and it's like so they don't know how he died but he died the Baron theoretically threw him down a well Wow. Um, well, well, well. Well, well, or very unwell. Or a pond. So there's a lot of this may be happened, or this may be happened, or this may be happened. And he haunts the castle as well. But the cold lad refers to a story where after this death there was hauntings going on and on and on. And the particular one I think is in a kitchen. If the kitchen was left in a mess and you came back the next day, it was tidy. If it was left tidy, you came back and it was left in a mess. Oh. So a chef once stayed up all night and around about midnight he saw the ghost of a naked child is how he referred to it the child said i'm cold as in i'm cold but that's a child i can't see how that could be the ghost of the stable lad robert skelton Mm. so the two stories have kind of been merged together somewhat intriguing that's fab so you have this is for you links wise Danny it's Magellan. a shame because there's have, an obvious link, but I've used it in a previous you, you episode. Have, you have it's never King Charles. No, King, King Charles. Absolutely, King Charles tribute acts. Yep. You've got naked boys, naked boys, <laughs> yeah. and a ghost that leads Mills people to locked boxes. Right. Story that immediately comes to mind, but like I say, we have dealt with it in an earlier 
incident and that's of the strange but true classic 90s program hosted by the delectable michael aspel and i'd been watching that and i went down to feed my friend's guinea pig that i was looking after because she was on holiday and my mum had come down the stairs to make oh, sure i was okay and she the was return naked nana stark naked so the, it could be the return of naked nana being in the nuddy See, now your favorite television show i've got another one to put on your list oh that will refer to one of the castles you spoke about and that's a Robert Hardy show of Harry Potter, Minister of whatever he was. Yep. I've forgotten. What, what did he run? Competition. Write in and tell us. Write which, in what, and tell what, us. what was the part that Robert Hardy played in? You may or may not receive your you prize. Do that? You can, no, we've already done that. <laughs> he did a series, I think, of Haunted Castle. And I know that one because he did a castle near my hometown, that being Sudley Castle. And I'm pretty sure he did Powys Castle. Oh, ah, please check this out. So you're yes. going to have to find yourself a new TV show. Oh, that would be exciting. Extra material. Well, it means I also have a lot of that I can remember from that show <laughs> that I can talk about. So there, I suppose my link would be Naked Nana, back to Naked Nana, and then the co- she's a cold seamlessly lady. into, <laughs> uh, and then seamlessly into Strange but True, presented so by Michael. Technically, Christmas. technically, you were in a kitchen. So the story was, I was in a, a chef in the kitchen saw somebody who oh, was yes. naked uh, who said, so I'm cold. So did I. You were in the kitchen. And she came down naked. without any clothes on and thought, well, I won't scare her by... Oh, no. She didn't want me to be scared because she knew I'd just seen Strange But yeah. True. I was, I don't know, cutting up carrots or something. I can't remember. You were being a chef and, and you I saw a naked And I had the light person. on. And so the window obviously reflects what's behind you, but you can sort of see outside. And because she had no clothes on and the window was there and the light was on, she just poked around. So all I saw was a floating head behind me, but that looked like it was in the garden. (laughs) My dad came down, started having a go at my mum. I think she, I'm pretty sure maybe she was laughing. I don't know. I can't remember the... But, but you, I was fine. You've inadvertently linked perfectly. But inadvertently, yeah, it links it links with that fantastic story. But I think the the strange but true link. There are several episodes where they talk about goings on in castles, and I can reiterate how much I recommend because you can watch all of the episodes on YouTube. Just put in strange but true, and there he is in all his splendour, telling you things that are strange. But, but true. Okay. Well, you can also watch Allegedly. Robert Hardy. I'm pretty sure it's that program. I'm going to be. Somebody's going to tell us that you're totally wrong. But yeah, Powys Castle is a National Trust property. I think now it's in Welsh pool. So it's very Welsh. A pool of Welshness. Pool. This is why I know the, the gold-suited character who mm. went on the treasure hunt is not the only ghost in that castle. There is a piano playing ghost, so the pianos actually play themselves in the ballroom. That's been heard very, very often. Ah. There is. And that's very similar to St. Donuts, where, where I yeah. mentioned parts yeah. of the same kind of ghost. Uh, there's somebody that does cherry knocking, or whatever that's called in whatever country you're listening. Oh, yeah. Various different names of saying it. Oh, Ding, Ding Dong, Dong Dash. Dash. Oh, that must be a Gloucestershire one. Although I think we called it Cherry I think I saw it in an American programme the other day. Ding Dong Dash. Ding Dong Dash. That just sounds like something you shouldn't be looking up on the internet. (laughs) Um, They have this weird sort of poltergeisty activity that feels like hands grabbing you. Oh. So whilst you don't want to have your be grabbed by the Ding Dong Dash listening to piano music. (laughs) We'll have your Ding Dong Dash grabbed. Oh, and there is a lady in black as well, if I remember rightly enough. And I can't remember what room that's in. But these are all inside the castle, which is not much help. 
are the moment I don't think unless National Trust have opened that one up so no, I, I think a up. lot of them are still closed yeah. which is why I'd also say it was really handy to know of some YouTube series to look up exactly to keep watching that to, to do some research keep staying home to do staying some more safe. research than we've done <laughs> yeah, by remembering <laughs> who's in it what yes. they do and what they're talking about that's Powys did you say Sunderland? But Sunder- Hilton Castle Sunderland and Windsor Castle yeah well Hilton are we kind of but Windsor Castle has a huge amount of ghosties but there's no point trying to get in there at the moment I don't think no and most of those are indoors if you're in Sunderland there are two episodes I think of Most Haunted that were filmed up there which are one's a museum which is the aircraft museum and they see half a person from the waist down Oh, so it's the legs. Wow, that use. not in a grisly way. They're not in a sort of. No, it's not like that's Douglas Bardo's legs that haunt the museum or anything like that. No, it's I don't. It, there is, it's Sergeant Somebody, and I can't remember the name of it. And I don't think that's open at the moment. But museums are opening soon. You've got to be in masks and all that kind of stuff. But that, if I remember right, is a very big museum. You can distance yourself because it's like they've got aeroplanes and things like that inside it. So wow. it's quite a distance. These are big, big sort of aircraft hangary type places. And that's the Northeast Aircraft Museum. And that was a most haunted episode. And I think they've got some interesting stuff for that. And there's a lighthouse as well, which is a most haunted episode. And I can't remember the name of it. But that's a National Trust. And you can stay there, as in like there's cottages, the the lighthouse cottage. Uh, oh, okay. So if you put Sunderland Lighthouse National Trust, it will probably come up with that. And I'm sure possibly one of us might in a second. <laughs> but another one, Marsden Bay, which is about six or seven miles, I think, from Sunderland, has Marsden Grotto, which was a sort of a mining operation thing, but there's a pub. Not Father Christmas related. No, no. <laughs> not that kind of, not a, that kind of grotto. No, you'd be very disappointed if that's what you're looking for. At the bottom of this cliff face, I think they built like a pub and it was very, very useful for smuggling. And uh, uh, so there's a couple of ghosty things around there, that area. And one is reportedly that of a smuggler that was killed by the customs and excise men. Basically, they got him very, very drunk and got it out of him what he was at which point the guy goes oh wait a minute when you're trying to arrest me stop it now big fight ensues the smuggler gets shot and his tankard fell to the floor spilling his pint now his tankard is now filled whether they still do this I don't know but uh, they certainly used to they would fill up that tankard as a pint for the smuggler should he return Uh. and that is because they felt it was cursed they hung it up and said anyone who uses that will be cursed only nobody told somebody else who worked there (laughs) and he cleaned it I don't think they used it I think he cleaned it and as he was cleaning it they heard a shot outside it's like somebody's being shot at nobody was or anything like that they went oh okay well we'll we'll put that down that's obviously the the cursed mug someone suddenly went oh yeah you're gonna die put the mug down (laughs) wow Uh, the next day they came back the mug was full the tankard this even though nobody had been there and so ever since then they poured a pint for and I can't remember his name but the smuggler and that's one of the ghosts that supposedly haunts outside there is another one called John the Jibber John the Jibber now the problem is that these stories might be mixed together because this was somebody they thought squealed on smugglers and they hanged him in a barrel and left him to starve to death wow yeah blimey yeah 
They so, were brutal. Well, yes. Then, eh? And so that's he's supposedly yeah. there as well. And there's another ghostly sort of figure that's seen on the beach area. So there's, you've got three that are outside. With all these stories, that you think, is that real or is that one part of this story? Are they the same ghost? And we don't know if John the Jibber is the same as the <laughs> other one who was killed and all this. And you kind of go... So with a lot of smuggling tales... They uh, the problem with them is that a lot of them are invented to keep people away from certain areas where yes. you're going to be smuggling. These seem to have appeared almost since the smuggling, so it wasn't that they invented a ghost to stop you going to the beach. Yeah, but it does mean that whenever there's a smuggling tale, you kind of go, "All right, but what actually happened?" As opposed to what the story says. Yeah. Happened. One famous one, I can't remember where it is, and I'm sure we've, I've written about it in one of the books, where they would say there was a phantom funeral procession, and we often get these phantom funeral processions. But this one went from the beach to some pub, and you go in. That's just the people smuggling the stuff from the beach to the pub. <laughs> is what yeah. it is. But they said it was a ghost, and if you went, if you tried to go near it, you would be cursed and die within a year or something. So uh, it was the way hey, that the smugglers clever. stopped anyone being quite that, questioned them. Is that some smugglers? No, 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 no. Definitely no. I know where you think it's smugglers. <laughs> I understand why you think that, but actually, it's a phantom funeral possession and if you go anywhere near it you'll die you'll die <laughs> how convenient well that's cracking that could be handy you might still be able to use that kind of that kind of logic don't go anywhere near that that's actually it's a ghost that's a, that's a it's a cursed ghost if you're using that robbery. as your major security system on your house may I suggest you possibly get some cameras or an alarm still lock the door <laughs> yeah. as well it's not a replacement folks disclaimer it's not a replacement for a decent security system on your home <laughs> so from a tourist point of view We've got a long list of places you probably can't get into. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a look from a distance. The grotto, the grotto, the grotto. Yeah, that's the beach area of all that. That is haunted. But to get to it, there's a lift shaft thing. I'm sure you can probably walk down to it as well, but I've, it's a very grim looking lift that you're getting at the top that takes you all the way down to the beach and to the pub area and so on like that. Whether that's open, I don't know. But the lift alone sounds probably, terrifying. If you took like a bottle of wine or something you could probably go to my mum's house, but I'm just not sure. And she'll get naked for you and mm. while you cook her carrots? <laughs> really is that what we're Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm offering there, but... Um, <laughs> You're perhaps offering I your should, naked mother. Yeah, perhaps I should cycle back on that and just say, oh, we no longer live in that house. But uh, Salgan naked is a lovely does. village. They left her there. <laughs> yeah, we left her there. We walked away slowly. And you shouldn't try and find it because it's a ghost house. It's a ghost house. And if you see don't, the house, don't, you're yeah, cursed. you'll be cursed. Yep. You'll be cursed. There'll be a pint of something left. There'll be a pint left. <laughs> out for you um, although uh, for all these places that are not yet open there are a couple of cracking YouTube series <laughs> that you can watch whilst you're at home being safe and protecting those and around to you. find out when they're open because we've named quite a few National Trust ones a lot of the National Trust properties did open their gardens and things like that but then closed them again because they didn't have the staff but they are now starting to open them all up yes but before you go to a National Trust or English Heritage go to the website first because a lot of them are saying you've got to book so they can guarantee there's not too many people in the building yes. or something like that. So if any National Trust one, go online first because you might have to book before there. And if you turn up, they'll just send you away. Even if there's nobody there, they'll still send you away because it means that they're expecting another 10 or 20 to turn up at a certain uh, time. Ah, yes, so. it does say here. More than 135 gardens and parks are now open through advanced yeah. booking as well as hundreds of coast and countryside places. We've opened many of our cafes and shops to help you enjoy your visit. Nine houses are also open as part of a test pilot so it would be definitely worth having a look to see whether any of them are near or around some of the things we've been talking about it does specifically say to follow the links to find out 
travels open how to book and what to expect from your visit please always check before you travel it does also say to ensure everyone's safety please continue to book your visit in advance every friday we release new tickets for the following week although around 700,000 tickets are available weekly so as long as you're booking in advance you should be absolutely fine but do not just turn up to and when you do make sure you've got masks and disinfectants and all that kind of stuff yeah and then you can rob the gift shop without them knowing who you are (laughs) although side note we do not um, advise that you rob anyone no don't go stealing from gift shops no but ones that you can that really really (laughs) lack security are (laughs) and if you do just remember to tell people that it's a uh, ghostly funeral procession and you're golden and if you go anywhere near it you'll be cursed yeah Got it, it's easy. And you're, and you're golden, or dressed in lacy gold. Or laced, yeah, laced gold sequin outfits. <laughs> well, speaking of lacy gold sequin outfits, who are those people walking into your garden, Tom? It lo- I mean, they look kitted out to the nines with various musical instruments. They do, as well as gold lacy hats. They're I a band. No idea what that <laughs> even looks like. We best not go near them, because they could be a ghost it band. Could be, yeah. It could be well, a funeral procession I band. don't want to be cursed. No, I don't. But I feel like they are maybe here to play well, our they've, theme song. They've started you playing can hear those dulcet tones. And to usher us off the air. So, on that note, off is more cheerio. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.